Hello and welcome to the Defining Marriage Podcast. I'm Matt Baum. I'm joined today by several guests. We've been traveling. We're on the road this week uh, visiting friends in San Francisco. And we're joined by our delightful friends, Andy and Long. Hi, guys. Hey, how's it going? I guess you can't see me waving, but... No, Andy, for everyone at home... And on the road, and I don't know, in prison or wherever you are. And the shower. Somebody listens in the shower. Oh, that's right. We got a wonderful message Aww. from someone who listens in the shower on uh, waterproof uh, is that, speakers. Is that kind of like daydreaming about marriage? I guess. You're, it, like showering? You take, you're like scrubbing your hair and thinking about, I don't know, maybe someday someone will propose to you in the shower. Wouldn't that be romantic? Well, we do yeah, optimize yeah. this whole audio experience for shower listening. That's true. That's, it's, it's meant for group showers. Mm. You take it to the Y and you set it up. and <laughs> You can't tell right now, but we're all wearing shower caps and... <laughs> We have those long brushes with handles. It's a newsy shower cap. Yeah, I could. <laughs> so, uh, if a monster were to tear the wall off the building, they would just see us all going, oh! <laughs> pulling the curtain over our boobies. We'd go, a man! Yes. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, anyway. Uh, you guys, welcome to the podcast about gay marriage and uh, many other things besides gay marriage. Uh, what's what's the hot topic this week? I have a hangover. Uh, okay, that's good. I have a hangnail. <laughs> I, I guess that's the typical GDC kind of situation. Yeah, It's, it's true. true. We've been in town for the Game Developers Conference. Uh, we've been interviewing people and doing things. We have. We uh, met some lovely folks. Uh, the Game Developers Conference is kind of a professional who, game Who was the highlight? Who was the highlight of your show? Ooh, I'm going to interview you now. Um, uh, well, so I met some great folks. I met uh, the two composers for two different Lara Croft games, and that was exciting. One of them lives in okay. Seattle, so we talked about Seattle briefly. Uh-huh. Went to the Gay Game Professionals Party, uh, where we saw mm-hmm. a virtual reality DJ. <laughs> mm-hmm. Still not sold. That that's yeah, something the I, world needs. I heard that group has gotten pretty big over the years. It has. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the, the VJ was serving Lawnmower Man realness. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, what else did we see? I guess you have your filled 90s flashbacks also mm-hmm. during the week. That's, that's pretty fun. We met the delightful Tanya DePass, with whom we've been in touch on the internet, but now we met her in person. She started the uh, hashtag I Need Diverse Games, I don't know what to call it, movement, I guess. It's true, and she's been coaching you through Dragon Age Inquisition. Yeah, she's a pro. <laughs> she is real good at Dragon Age. She's played it like 12 times, and so she's walking me through it and also um, avoiding spoilers. She's a real spoiler goalie. Yeah. People are flinging spoilers oh. at you, and she gets in the way, and it's like, no spoilers. That's no a good spoilers. person to have around you. Yes. Uh, Especially with Game of Thrones right around the corner. You need, need a real <laughs> spoiler goalie. But can anyone spoil it at this point? Because nobody so. knows the secret of the ooze. Well, I, there's the there's. Well, I, I guess unless you've read ahead, you know, it's still a big mystery about Jon Snow. And you can't not, read ahead, though, can you? Isn't haven't haven't we reached the end of the road? Uh, we have the books are. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, of the books stuff. are like ahead of the show by like mm, no, not no, more, no, not no, anymore. no. Oh, so there's lots of stuff up. from surprise the books. on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they haven't done everything from the books. Um, in fact, they've done a lot of things rather different. Well, I'm illiterate, so I need the visuals to. <laughs> Yeah, see, we need a spoiler goalie for the show. Yeah, yes. where's she at? We need to get Tanya. Uh, yeah, so that's been our that's been our trip. We also uh, we went to the makeout party last night at the Eagle. We did. That was a lot of fun. Made out with an eagle. We, ah! <laughs> yeah, clutching a clutching a dead fish in his talons. I think I'm gonna lay an egg. <laughs> That's a makeout. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that how eagle that's, copulation works? Yeah, that's how eagles reproduce. Okay. Um, what about beagles? The same way. Yes. Eagles, <laughs> eagles and beagles can reproduce together. Wow. That's this where new Snoopy came from. <laughs> that's he why he wants to fly. Exactly. That's why he has the little cape, and he's like, oh, I'm trying to be an eagle. Mm-hmm. 
that's why you took on the Red Baron. Uh, yeah, so that's been our trip, and then we drive back to Seattle tomorrow. And mm-hmm. uh, we've so we've been a little out of touch on the news, but we've been keeping an eye on the Merrick Garland situation. Okay, now is that a combination of the Elephant Man and Judy Garland? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Uh, he's not much to look at, but boy, oh boy, those pipes. I'm not an animal, I'm a human being with rags all over my face. <laughs> oh, it's the return of the rags on the face. That was a theme in last week's episode. It's ragtime every time, baby. <laughs> is that how he delivers his decisions, is through, like, ragtime? Yes. yes. So that's, 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 what it, that's how he does his opinions. He digs up Mickey Rooney and is like, come on, we're going to put on a show. <laughs> no wonder people are calling him a moderate. It's because, like, how can you get excited or disappointed with ragtime? You can't. You can't. Can. Awesome. Everybody loves ragtime. But Matthew, who is this ragtime man? Uh, he's a fabulous federal judge. Uh, oh. Yes, a fabulous federal judge. He is, is in the district, the federal district court for D.C., which is kind of quasi-federal, I guess. He, he worked on the Oklahoma City thing. Yes, he did. Back, yes, he did. Back in the day. Uh, yeah, so after the, after the uh, horrible Oklahoma City bombing, he like immediately went to the scene of the crime and was uh, there to monitor the situation. He was personally involved in the prosecution. Yeah, he like, left he left his like daughters and stuff at home. Was like, oh, I'm going to go out and go take care of this case, and was out there for weeks. Well, I'm sure that it wasn't like a home alone or don't tell anyone the babysitter's dead oh, situation. But the wet bandits <laughs> broke in. When he got home, there's a paint bucket. And, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Uh, and he was never the same since. Uh, yeah. So uh, that's how he became an elephant. That's how he became so moderate. Is that? Oh. Is that just got to get hit in the head so many times? <laughs> that's where elephants come from. Yes, they come from when a beagle kisses an elephant and then a bucket hits you in the uh, face. Okay. But what about the eagle, too? Uh, the eagle just looks on knowingly. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Got it. The, the eagle's a voyeur. That's, uh, that's what the term eagle eye means. And that's why they're bald. Yes. Wasn't there a band Eagle Eye Cherry or Eagle Eye in my pie hole? Are you thinking of uh, Eagle Eye Flegel from Little Abner? I am definitely not. I think you are. I'm definitely not. Anyway, the, the, the Merrick man. Yes, indeed. That's his name. Don't wear it out because it's not his name. Uh, he's been suggested by, he's been nominated by uh, President Obama. And yeah, it's a very strong suggestion. Yes, it is a suggestion. <laughs> but not strong enough. Yeah, well, <laughs> why is that? Uh, so he's going to get uh, uh, not considered by Congress. I mean, it, it's it's another process. The wheels. Well, are they they only want to consider him if it favors them, but they don't want to consider him if it doesn't favor them. Yeah, essentially, they're like, uh, nah. That's response. been the mantra for eight years. Yeah, Republicans, nah. 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 I'll pass. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. Um, Let's sit here and waddle about something that's not important. Oh, it's great, Boston. Yeah, that's, that was that was Mitch McConnell. So, <laughs> so little waddle voice kind of thing going on. Mitch McConnell is kind of a deflated boss ass. He could also be one of Donald Trump's folds. Yeah, so he's going to get considered by Congress, but not really because Congress is uh, run by obstructionists. So, what do you think of him? Curious. What do you yeah. What do you think? Like, do you think he's a good guy? Do you think? Yeah. Well, there's not a lot that we know about him in terms of LGBT stuff. So, mm-hmm. if some sort of gay marriage thing comes between him, which is not t- totally likely in the next few years, but it's possible. Uh, we don't know exactly what his attitudes are because he's never really ruled on LGBT stuff. He has. There have been four cases that came before him. He didn't write any of the decisions. Uh, he just signed on to them. And all four, uh, he ruled or he joined decisions that were unfavorable to the LGBT plaintiffs, but for reasons that were not related to any sort of bias. So it's all procedural stuff. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. I mean, from what I've heard, he's a very by-the-book, I'm just going yeah. to read the law, and I'm just going to do what the law basically is written as. Which exactly. is kind of weird, because it's like, well, you're supposed to also take into account a little bit of the moral side, because you're 
kind of the arbiter of what do these words actually mean and like what's behind them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah. Well, we had, you know, we just had, uh, may God rest his soul, Scalia, who went to one that's true. really extreme <laughs> on the moral side. So I think as a corrective to have someone who, you know, maybe is more in the middle, um, maybe isn't such it's a, a bad win. thing. It's a win. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, so Matthew, those cases you mentioned, um, mm-hmm. what was the nature of those cases? Because I know nothing of them. Um, they're actually fairly boring. Okay, um, that's what I would expect. Yeah, <laughs> one of them involved a radio license. Like there was mm-hmm. this, um, I, I think this is the most Interesting. Did a guy just want to play I Will Survive on the radio 24 hours a day? <laughs> kind of. Oh, okay. It was a radio station for gay people. Oh, <laughs> tell me more. Yeah, so I well, think Well, did the was, radio station win? Uh, no. no. Uh, it was a radio station in, I want to say, New York State, I think. Uh, that was essentially operating without a license. So, and in fact, they in fact were operating without a license. Well, well that's kind of uh, yeah. And yeah. so their their argument was that it was you know First Amendment and uh, oh, but it's that sounds like just like a standard pirate radio station thing. Yes. which is settled law for it was, the most part, right? It was a gay pirate radio station. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a, a butt pirate radio station. Wow, uh, that sounds great. Oh my god, I, I wish that was the name of the station. You're listening to butt pirate radio. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a pirate. They lost. A pa- they Piece must have. Uh, in that court case, did they lose a bunch of their booty? Sorry, I couldn't. <laughs> uh, it was yeah. based on Treasure Island. <laughs> Treasure Island Media. Um, oh God. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, things did not go so well for them. They uh, they lost the case. Huh. Um, it's, it's, you know the, the whatever. Well, it's, you're running a pirate radio station. So yeah. what? Do you- Expect. Well, they they had a novel legal argument that um, the requirements for a radio station were onerous and they were unconstitutional, and uh, that the regulatory agency did not actually have the authority to regulate them in the way that they were attempting mm. to. Uh, so, good try, but no. I-, I thought Christian Slater legislated this in the movie Pump Up the Volume. <laughs> Wasn't it like <laughs> Slater v. Ding Dong? You can't make cultural references to the '80s like that because I don't I don't have. Oh, your oh, okay. ship is not there. What about um, <laughs> Serenity? Wasn't it settled in the film Serenity? <laughs> yes. Yes, there you go. Yeah. Thank you. Relate it back to science fiction, and then, and then I can get it. There we go. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was, uh, that was uh, I think, the most interesting case, and I'm trying to think of, of what the other ones were. I mean, were. Gay Pirate Radio does sound fun. It does, doesn't yeah. it? Oh, uh, yeah. It's unfortunate. And he's the, the district court in D.C. right now. Exactly. So he's hearing a lot of stuff. Like, I, it, so it's all, all that kind of general region, regional kind of stuff that's over there. Anyway, yeah, mm-hmm. um, yes. So stuff that affects the federal government. Um, so he's uh, he seems like a good guy. Seems like a good judge. And I mean, one of the reasons I think strategically that he was selected is because he's been praised by Republicans everywhere, and Republicans are like, he's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now their words are kind of coming home to roost, like an eagle. And uh, <laughs> the Republicans are like, oh, uh, well, uh, <laughs> the, the argument that they're using. I, I like the fact that they won't even talk to them yeah. like they, like that's so mm-hmm. ridiculous to me because it's like you're not confirming him by having a meeting right, right they're right. like no we're only going to meet on the phone it's like yeah the guy just got nominated cut him a break well and it's also a guy that a lot of them had said uh in the past would be like a shoe-in to be nominated if he were nominated and now they're like not even willing to talk to him Yes, so it's uh, terrible. It's very strange, <laughs> mm-hmm. for sure. It's uh, you know so annoying that they're that they're using this argument. Um, oh well, we think the people should should vote and people should have a voice here. The American mm-hmm. people. Uh, first of all, for one thing, uh, no, they shouldn't. The American people are idiots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why Trump. Uh, Trump is Trump. That's why Trump is trumping ahead. He's yeah. trumping and scrumbling his way up the charts. Yeah. He's going to be number one on gay pirate radio soon. <laughs> 
Uh, and then, um, you know, they for another thing, they did have their say uh, in 2012 yeah, when they elected Obama. Yeah, they, they were, did have a say in who gets to appoint Supreme Court justices. The right. Republican, the clever Republican rejoinder to that is... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that the people had the latest say in 2012 when, or no, in 2014 when they elected a bunch of idiot obstructionists to Congress. Okay, but I mean, like, that's not how it works. The, <laughs> I mean, the president appoints Supreme Court justices, so, it, like, I don't know that you can look at Congress as an indicator of, well, I know the Constitution says it's the responsibility of the president, but we think that, you know, this indicator means that that is invalid. So their response to that uh-huh. is that the Constitution establishes Congress's role to advise and consent. And in this role, they're advising uh, oh. him not to do anything and consenting to nothing. I wonder what Merrick Garland's uh, take on this is. Since mm-hmm. he would read the letter of the law and go... Uh, mm. Mm. Well, um, I wonder what Scalia's take on this would be. <laughs> well, did, <laughs> you, <laughs> did you see... Um, <laughs> Sorry, that's rude. I guess that's kind of rude. He's, oh, no, oh no, 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 no. It's <laughs> totally appropriate. You should um, hear what he says about you. He said argle bargle. I guess it's true. I guess it's true. Um, yeah. He did say argle bargle in a legal decision. <laughs> um, but uh, did you read Sandra Day O'Connor's? Statement. I didn't. It is great. You should look it up, and uh, we'll just edit out the dead air while you do that, because it's a really good um, <laughs> summation of the situation. Uh, so the first hit is uh, a article about a boys, uh, boys volleyball team that Ooh. played... It says, Prescott Boys Volleyball versus Sandra Day O'Connor. <laughs> That's my favorite case. I have to assume that Sandra Day O'Connor played a boys volleyball team and won. What? Oh, just she, she was a team of one yes. against a bunch of boys? And then she won. Uh, so Sandra Day Dishonor is the headline on this fact check. A poorly punctuated Facebook post made, oh. led, led many people to believe that Sandra Day O'Connor had some harsh words for the Republican Party. Well, that is where I uh, got it. So this is probably not true. It is false, according uh, to Snopes. Look at what, wah, look what wah. I've done. I'm spreading mm. disinformation. Yes. I mean, it's a good, it's a good quote. It was on Snopes. That's true. That means that That's other a, people had the same thought. It's quotable. It uh, could be a double jeopardy question. <laughs> so O'Connor did say yes. that Obama should nominate Scalia's replacement. Mm-hmm. You have to pick the best person you can. Under the, there's a quote. You have to pick the best person you can under the circumstances. The appointing authority must do. It's an important position. Blah, blah, blah. I wish the chicken well as he makes choices. Wait, did I say I wish the chicken well? You certainly did. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I say that? Uh, because Trump looks like raw chicken and he's going to be our next president. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've, like, planted that. Yeah, the chicken in chief. Planted that seed. Why did I say we wish the chicken well? We wish the president well as he makes choices and goes down that line. Mm-hmm. I think I saw the word choices and replaced it with chicken. Anyway. Words over there. It is possible Sandra Day O'Connor did wish the chicken well. Okay, so moving on to the bo- boys' volleyball story. Uh-huh. I'm not sure what to think because it's a picture of these two what appear to be high school students playing volleyball or young college Aww. students. Uh-huh. And it says, Prescott's Carl Wilson sets the ball while teammate Colden Campbell looks on Wednesday evening while playing against Sandra Day O'Connor. Those liberal activist judges. <laughs> against Sandra Day O'Connor at Yep. Yavapi College during Prescott's inaugural boys volleyball game. Wait, it says they're playing against Sandra Day O'Connor? So it must there's be no true. picture of her. They're called the boys volleyball team. Oh, you can totally see his underwear. They're called the boys volleyball team, but these are college age, right? Don't you, uh, don't well, you let's drop so, the because you just, boys? They're, yes. well, they're, they're all leaping around and, and we're seeing a little bit of It's a shame volume. that you're listening to this oh, on Game hello. Pirate Radio. Yes, mm. and you can't see. We're seeing oh, a, 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 a little slice. bit of nip slip there. Oh, and there's an ad at the top of the site for uh, Christian Academy growing kids in Christ, oh. so I'm sure they would approve of well, he was mulched uh, quite a people. while ago, so he's probably very nutritious. Mulched? Jesus. Yeah. Didn't, he, didn't he elevate? Uh, I, I, he did it all, baby. 
<laughs> he comes, he goes, he comes again. Oh, he's a karma chameleon. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? Merrick, Merrick the chicken? Merrick the man. Yes. Merrick the man. Not Merrick the chicken. That's a different beast. So this seems like it is just the most recent in a long line of basically Republicans saying that Obama is not the president. Uh, yeah. Elected or not, he is not legitimate. Either he doesn't have the right birth certificate or, um, you know, for, for, for various reasons, they just don't seem to want to accept that he is president, even with like less than a year in his presidency left. Yep, they still can't come around, so, uh, oh well. I mean, he's been presidenting this whole time, doing the best he can. But, yeah, I mean, it's like Trump saying, well, we want to see his grades and we want to see his birth certificate. He can't possibly be what he purports to be, even though <laughs> it's, it seems pretty clear that he is. Right, he somehow snookered us and stole the election. And I know that people on the left, when uh, George Bush stole the election, were saying that he stole the election. But there you had an actual thing, mm. like you could point to, not just like, there are a lot of questions about his origin. If any president had a mandate, it would have been Obama in 2008 because he had uh, he, he won the presidency handily and then he also got uh, both houses of Congress but the Republicans in Congress at the time and still were just like nah he's not the president <laughs> I mean it's the right, party of you nah. say so yeah so uh, you know one of the one of the theories that I've seen and I think this is creative is that Obama nominated him knowing that he wouldn't get the nomination, that he's kind of like a, a, a third or fourth choice candidate, because he was considered previously, mm -hmm. when, the, yeah. when we wound up with Sotomayor and uh, Kagan, sure. who were great, that uh, this guy was under consideration and he wasn't the top choice, and that they knew that they wouldn't get anyone in now, mm -hmm. so they wanted to nominate someone that they couldn't nominate, rather than someone that they would want to save for Hillary to nominate. Sure. Uh, so they've got this short list, like, um, there's, there's, there's many other people, people of color and women, and that they're just saving those people for Hillary. Here's the thing that's so frustrating. You know, this guy, he's been a judge. Mm -hmm. He's been working for, like, however many, like, 20-something years? Or Much longer. Decades. Yeah, like, he's he's um, you know, quite this, senior. This has been his aspiration. He's in the Rose Garden. Obama's, like, giving the speech. He's, like, tearing up, you know, because he's, like, worked his entire life to get there. And then there's all this politics and crap around mm -hmm. it. It's like, can you imagine being in his situation where you're like... You like work and work and work to mm -hmm. try to get something, and then people are just kind of using you as a tool. You know, just it, kind of treating you like a piece of junk, and it's like, uh, like some like, raw chicken. Your credentials, like, yeah. It's, all your... He's like the guy that's not interesting at all because he's so reasonable. Yeah, right. And it's like, where's the controversy? Like, why wouldn't you just put him in? Yeah, I mean, he must be having so many mixed feelings. Like, thrilled to be nominated, but also kind of disgusted and terrified uh, about everything <laughs> around the nomination. For a judge, I assume, you know, the Supreme Court is like the thing you dream of being a part of. Mm -hmm. And to be so close, uh, and yet to have all these obstacles. And, like, you know, maybe Obama is being strategic about it and not expecting him to get nominated. And on some level, he must suspect or know that that's the case. Yeah. That uh, this may be part of a strategy. And how many more opportunities is he going to get to be nominated? None. Like, after, if, if, he, if he doesn't oh, make it through this... That's true. I guess uh, this is, no nominee has ever come back. Not right? that I can think of. I, don't, I mean, certainly not in this climate. Yeah. I think it would be hilarious if Obama nominated himself. And he was like, uh, mm -hmm. now you don't have to have me as a president. I'll step down. And, uh, uh, that I thought of. And I also think it would be just so good if Hillary nominated him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, because he comes from a background of constitutional law. He certainly so does. He would be amazing. Justice Obama. Oh, my God. Just the... The, no the nomination hearings for that would be <laughs> incredible. I can already picture the waddles flying. <laughs> oh, well, that's, I mean, the other thing, too, is, okay, so th let's say they uh, obstruct and they delay um, 
nomination of Merrick Garland until after Obama's presidency? Well, so there's a couple ways this could go. Okay. Because they could do something in the lame duck session after the election, before the inauguration. And okay. so it seems possible mm-hmm. that something could happen in there strategically, particularly if Hillary wins, mm-hmm. that uh, Republicans could be like, oh boy, we got four years of Hillary, so we better get this Merrick guy in because he's at least a little moderate. Right. Or Trump could win, and they could be like, oh boy, we don't know what we're going to get. We're going to get like Supreme Court Justice uh, Gallagher. And uh, I don't know why he's the first one that came to mind. I, it's totally appropriate. Or a surprise one from Bernie. Which or, I think it's still true. a possibility. I know people are talking that, like, oh, <laughs> Hillary's already won, da 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 da. Mm-hmm. But I'm still rooting for Bernie. Mm-hmm. And if you do the math, it's still, it's still very possible. Yeah, it's still There's very a non zero chance. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's a close to zero non zero chance <laughs> that, Hillary, that, that, that Bernie could make it. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of ways that things could go, and it doesn't look good for the Republicans anyway. Yeah, right. It's true. Uh, so they, it's, I think it's likely they could do something between November and January. Right, because I mean, the heel dragging, I understand, plays well with the people who hate Obama, but they can't not nominate someone forever until they get a president <laughs> that they want. Like, I mean, because the Supreme Court, we're just gonna we're gonna be down to like one justice. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're not they're not young people. Our lifetime appointments have all expired. <laughs> That's the proper way of saying it. Well, so what needs to happen to break the logjam? Like, is just the Senate enough, or do you need the House I think as they well? Need to, right. I think they need to go back to actual filibustering, where you have to stand there, sure. and be present the entire time, instead and of then, just saying you intend to. Yeah, um, it's like a twenty-four hour <laughs> live stream on Twitch. <laughs> yes. Oh God. What if a senator just played Heroes of the Storm on the Senate floor? Like, could they do that? Could they just like narrate what they're doing in Heroes? <laughs> That for 72 would be hours? Incredible. I would, watch that. I would actually watch that. They get four other senators to be I, on their team? I think I would run for office, and I would be, like, notice the obstructionist. <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, I'm yeah, sitting yeah, here playing that. heroes. Screw you guys. That's uh, your screen name? Yes. The obstructionist? The obstructionist, exactly. <laughs> what if they exactly. had two, like, in, in Congress, they had the Democrat team and the Republican team, and whoever wins just wins the vote. <laughs> let's, let's solve I this. I think that's yeah. a very good idea. You know, I actually think there's more logic to that than there is, like, with the current system. I yeah. Too. So, I there's actually more you justice. Know. I think you've, you've solved the logjam. <laughs> and then, like, in 20 years we can evolve it into an actual blood sport. Yeah. Which is five like Republicans versus five Democrats <laughs> well, in a cage. You know, you know, Obama <laughs> called for people to, you know, figure out how to bring technology into politics. Maybe mm-hmm. this is this is it. The first step. Mm-hmm. The MMOs? Yeah. Sure. MOBAs. MOBAs. Uh, bring in the MOBAs. I mean, governance a... via MOBA is better than governance via obstructionism. So. Yeah. We're getting a reality show star as the Republican nominee, so I mean, we, we might, might as, as well. well. The MOBA becomes a new parliamentary maneuver. I move for MOBA. <laughs> I, I second. The motion second is carried. All right, let's MOBA. And that is why, in a few years, we're going to be having a podcast about President PewDiePie. <laughs> I take PewDiePie over Trump. He just screams at Putin and uh, at Putin, Putin, pew pew, <laughs> PewDiePie and Putin Pie. They, they can do a like comedy duo. Uh, well, uh, we're the, so that's that's uh, that's the Garland situation. Oh, uh, there's yeah. also been some movement uh, when gay marriage this week around uh, Georgia passing a, a chamber of the legislature passed a bill that would uh, you know one of those religious freedom and scare quotes laws that would just make it easier to make LGBTs lives unpleasant. Uh, and so there's been a that semi- is a movement. Yes, it sure is. It's been a I mean, semi-backlash against that. I know what you mean. Okay. Uh, of um, major employers saying, like, if you do this, we're going to leave the state, or we're not going to bring our sports club to your state. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's like, news alert, you guys have lost. Yeah. Sorry. And, well, this is the reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, well, oh, we lost? Well, we're going to try to do the, all these sneaky, like, uh, ways to, to undo, to, to chip away at your mm-hmm. victory. It's like people, it's it's kind of like living in the past, and you're just like, I'm just going to rewrite history as much as, like, it's like, come on. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Don't you have other problems to worry about? 
Yeah, I mean, it seems like so much of it is just recapitulating what happened in the 60s with civil rights. Like, after uh, segregationists lost, they just kept passing all these unconstitutional laws to try to chip away at integration, and none of them held up, right? No, no. And, the, I mean, this is one reason why Merrick Garland matters, is because they're passing laws that are probably unconstitutional, mm-hmm. uh, and so those will have to be challenged, and they'll have to be challenged up to the Supreme Court eventually. What a waste of time. Yeah. Yes. Oh, is, you've just described politics. Because yeah. Yeah. you... you This is um, one of those laws where if you're saying that you're doing something because you believe marriage is between a man and a woman, you basically can do whatever you want with respect to how you treat gay people. It's it's a get out of the 14th Amendment free card. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no, due process and equal protection don't apply anymore as long as you say... In this one case. Only for gay marriage. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you can't do that. Um, You didn't know? That was actually on the Constitution. You just have to have a magnifying (laughs) glass. Really. P.S. Very small. And lemon juice. So you have to hold it up to a lamp. It's true. So the Supreme Court might hear a case about this. They might hear a case about um, uh, ex-gay torture camps. They might hear something about uh, immigration for LGBTs. There's a lot of cases that might come along in the next decade or so. And so this is why it matters who we wind up with on the Supreme Court, whether it's Merrick Garland or, I don't know, Alf. And now that we're, we're down a justice, what does that mean for the court? Because now we can have a 4-4 tie. What, what happens if there's a tie? Um, then uh, they have to Boba. settle with a, <laughs> with a MOBA or a swimsuit competition. They need one more justice to have a the full teams on both sides. Uh, so if there's a tie, then it just gets kicked down to the lower appellate court. For some cases, that will go well, and for some cases, that will go poorly, right? Yeah. If it's something coming from, say, Posner, who would be a very fun judge, he's the wacky one from, I want to say, Louisiana, I think? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's very entertaining and always speaks his mind. He's the kind of person you, like, you invite to a dinner party because he's going to say something funny. Uh, so if we, I, I would love to see him nominated or uh, Judge Kaczynski from... So, pardon my ignorance, but if it goes to the lower appellate court, that means that it's not it's not law of the land at that point. It's just law for that district. That is right? a good question. I actually don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know if it becomes federal precedent or district precedent. Well, what happened with Prop 8, right, was they kicked it back to the lower court and it didn't have national implications. Yes, right? but it was kicked down. It was kicked back by, like, I don't know, like, is it, like, happening at, <laughs> is it happening at the boot level or, yeah. you know, is yeah. it happening, is it happening in the, <laughs> in the OS? Side note for research for future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That is an excellent question. And listeners, if you have any idea, um, please let us know. Uh, speaking of listeners, we've had some lovely feedback from listeners this week. Uh, Ray Ivy, hello, uh, wants to know if there's a way to review the podcast uh, without using the iTunes app. And there kind of is. You can't use, you can't leave an iTunes review without using iTunes. Uh, but you can leave a review on Stitcher. You shouldn't have told him that until you asked if it was a one-star or five-star. <laughs> <That's So, true. laughs> if you said it's a five-star, then you give the instructions. Yeah, if it's a one-star review, uh, you can leave a review by writing it on a, a used napkin and throwing it in the trash. <laughs> you mail it to AOL.com. Uh, yeah. It's true. Along with CDs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray also says that uh, he's a huge Gladius fan, so thank you. Uh, James oh, worked on the game Gladius. I certainly did. Yes. I am useless. Welcome <laughs> to the games. <laughs> I love when you talk Gladius to me. Uh, Stephen Claypool, uh, another listener, hello, thank you for listening, uh, says that uh, Marriage Encounter, our previous episode, is the best episode yet, which is delightful, because I have no idea why why people are listening to the podcast right now, but apparently it's to listen to James's nonsense, so hooray! Oh, I know, it's to, it's to get your insight and your wisdom. Thank you. Stephen's the one who listens in the shower, um, so uh, thank you, thank you for listening, and uh, happy showering to you. I hope 
you're listening right now. <laughs> I, I, and I hope you have, like we were talking about earlier, the waterproof radio kind of situation. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Harvard Lapin, uh, a, a rabbit, I think, uh, it says that uh, Marriage Encounter, oh, we've talked about Marriage Encounter in the last episode, a Christian marriage counseling organization. Still a strange thing to put on a tombstone, which is where you saw it. And you saw it in a graveyard written on a tombstone. Marriage Encounter. I did. I was in a graveyard, and I saw a tombstone, and there were two overlapping circles, and it said, Marriage Encounter. And, <laughs> you know, I guess it beats Random Encounter. Uh, and hello to Adam Romero, a.k.a. Fifty Shades of Jello, uh, who asks if he is a sugar glider. The answer is yes. Baby, you're a sugar glider. And uh, hello to uh, O'Krylo, who says uh, he's surprised that sugar glider isn't another drag name for a kangaroo tube. I'm so disappointed that when I said my drag name was kangaroo tube that I didn't say kangaroo McClan. <laughs> and then I was thinking about Wallaby Arthur, but then I got to Estelle Getty and Betty White, and I couldn't think of Australian animals. So if if you here, listeners, the panel or listeners, can think of uh, a Betty White or Estelle Getty Australian animal pun, no, it'll Not, it'll come to me while I'm showering and listening, oh, to, the and listening to the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Good. Yeah. I recommend everybody listen in the pod. Uh, listen in the pod hole. I, I also <laughs> recommend that you listen to the podcast in the podcast. <laughs> Uh, everyone join us in the podcast I hope you're look. listening to this so that you know to listen to us I know, I was up late making out with the eagles Oh, yeah, this is yes And Jello. Uh, that's about it for today, I think uh, Thanks again to everybody for listening uh, Let me know what you think of the show I'm at well, Matt San Francisco on Twitter. loves you oh. and it's, a, it's a shame to have you leaving mm-hmm. But I'm sure oh. the Seattleans miss you too So yeah, so we want to come back. We left all our organs here, uh, our heart and others, and so we need to come back periodically and collect them. <laughs> Dust them off. So I like that happens. it just also became the spokesperson for San Francisco. <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll assume that. That's good. You're one of those ambassadors on Scruff. I'll tell you this. I don't know how people get that tag. Uh, uh, what, the check mark? No, the ambassador. Some people are marked as ambassadors for different really? cities. Oh, Kevin's wow. a Seattle ambassador. What? Yeah. Good grief. I don't know. Is that, that might have been private information. Mm. Forget. <laughs> well, I will tell you this. You are a more legitimate ambassador for San Francisco than Ed Lee. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm more legit. You're more legit than Ed. Uh, yay, so that's it. Uh, let me know your thoughts uh, at Matt Baum on Twitter. You can leave a comment on iTunes if you use iTunes. Or you can lose a, com- lose a comment. You can, use a, you can use a comment, lose a comment, or leave a comment on Stitcher. <laughs> you can leave your comments in your pockets. Or on napkins <laughs> that you throw away. On napkins, yeah. And uh, we'll be back up in Seattle uh, in a few days. So uh, say hello if you see me walking around in Seattle. Uh, I'm the one with the beard. That's the one. <laughs> the one. One Seattleite with the beard. You're both bearded. I'm a bearded clam. Uh, all right. So by the power of S and me, by the internet, I pronounce this podcast over. I have no response.